कहानी कैफे कहानी वाला रजत के साथ हेलो ऑल यू आर लिसनिंग टू कहानी कैफे ब्रॉट टू यू बाय मैकमिलन एजुकेशन टुडे आई एम ब्रिंगिंग वन मोर स्टोरी बाय आर के नारायण एंड दिस स्टोरी एवरीवन हु इज वर्किंग हु इज स्टक मे बी इन द सर्कल ऑफ नाइन टू फाइव एंड दे आर लुकिंग फॉर अ वर्क लाइफ बैलेंस दिस स्टोरी which was written so many years back but still the story is very apt and relevant for every one of us do give a listen to this very beautiful story called 45 a month shanta could not stay in her class any longer she had done clay modeling music drill a bit of alphabets and numbers and was now cutting colored paper she would have to cut till the bell rang and the teacher said Now you may all go home or put away the scissors and take up your alphabets Shanta was impatient to know the time she asked her friend sitting next to her is it 5 now maybe she replied or is it 6 i don't think so her friend replied because night comes at 6 do you think it is 5 yes oh i must go my father will be back at home he asked me to be ready at 5 He is taking me to the cinema this evening. I must go home. She threw down her scissors and ran up to the teacher. "Ma'am, I must go home." "Why, Shanta?" "Because it is 5 o'clock now." "Who told you it was 5?" "Kamla, it is not 5 now. It is Do you see the clock there? Tell me what the time is. I taught you to read the clock the other day." Shanta stood gazing at the clock in the hall. counted the figures laboriously and declared it is 9 o'clock the teacher called the other girls and said who will tell me the time from the clock several of them concurred with shanta and said it was 9 o'clock till the teacher said you are seeing the only long hand see the short one where it is 2 and a half so what time it is 2 and a half it is 2:45 understand now you may all go to your seats Shanta returned to the teacher in about 10 minutes and asked, "Is it 5, madam? Because I have to be ready at 5. Otherwise my father will be very angry with me. He asked me to return home early. At what time?" Now, the teacher gave her permission to leave. Shanta picked up her books and dashed out of the class with a cry of joy. She ran home, threw her books on the floor and shouted, "Mother, mother!" And the mother came running from the next house where she had gone to chat with her friends. Mother asked, Why are you back so early? Has father come home? Shanta asked. She would not take her coffee or tiffin but insisted on being dressed first. She opened the trunk and insisted on wearing the thinnest frock and knickers. While her mother wanted to dress her in a long skirt and thick coat for the evening, Shanta picked out a gorgeous ribbon from a cupboard soap box in which she kept pencils, ribbons and chalk pits. There was a heated argument between mother and daughter over the dress and finally mother had to give in. Shanta put on her favorite pink frock, braided her hair and flaunted a green ribbon on her big tail. She powdered her face and pressed a vermilion mark on her forehead. She said, "Now father will say what a nice girl I am because I'm ready. Aren't you also coming mother?" "Not today," mom said. Shanta stood at the little gate looking down the street. Mother said, "Father will come only after 5. Don't stand in the sun. It's only 4:00." The sun was disappearing behind the house on the opposite road. 
and Shanta knew that presently it would be dark. She ran into her mother and asked, "Why hasn't father come home yet, mother? How can I know? He's perhaps held up in office." Shanta made an angry face. "I don't like these people in the office. They are bad people." She went back to the gate and stood looking out. Her mother shouted from inside, "Come in, Shanta. It is getting dark. Don't stand there." But Shanta would not go in. She stood at the gate and a wild idea came into her head. Why should she not go to the office and call out father and then go to the cinema? She wondered where his office might be. She had no notion. She had seen her father take the turn at the end of the street every day. If one went there, perhaps one went automatically to father's office. She threw a glance about to see if mother was anywhere and moved down the street. It was twilight. Everyone was going about looking looked gigantic. Walls of the houses appeared very high and cycles and carriages looked as though they would bear down on her. She walked on the very edge of the road. Soon the lamps were twinkling and the passers-by looked like shadows. She had taken two turns and did not know where she was. She sat down on the edge of the road biting her nails. She wondered how she was to reach home. A servant employed in the next house was passing along and she picked herself up and stood before him. "Oh, what are you doing here all alone?" he asked. She replies, "I don't know. I came here. Uh, uh, will you take me to our house?" She followed him and was soon back in her house. Venkatrao, Shanta's father, was about to start for his office that morning when a jutka passed along the street distributing cinema handbills. Shanta dashed to the street and picked up a handbill. She held it up and asked, "Father, will you take me to the cinema today?" He felt unhappy at the question. Here was the child growing up without having any of the amenities and simple pleasures of life. He had hardly taken her twice to the cinema. He had no time for the child. While children of her age in other houses had all the dolls, dresses, outings that they all wanted, this child was growing up all alone like a barbarian more or less. He felt furious with his office. For 40 rupees a month, they seemed to have purchased him outright. He reproached himself for neglecting his wife and child. Even the wife could have her own circle of friends and so on. She was after all a grown-up. But what about the child? What a drab, colorless existence was hers. Every day they kept him at the office till 7 or 8 in the evening, and when he came home the child was asleep. Even the Sundays they wanted him at the office. Why did they think he had no personal life? A life of his own. They gave him hardly any time to take the child to the park or the pictures. He was going to show them that they were not to toy with him. Yes, he was prepared even to quarrel with his manager if necessary. He said with resolve, "I will take you to the cinema this evening. Be ready at five." Shanta shouted. Mother came out of the kitchen. "See, mother, father is taking me to a cinema in the evening." Shanta's mother smiled cynically. "Don't make false promises to the child." Venkatrao glared at her. Don't talk nonsense. You think you are the only person who keeps promises? He told Shanta, "Be ready at 5 and I'll come and take you positively. If you're not ready, I'll be very angry with you." He walked to his office full of resolve. He would do his normal work and get out at 5. If they started any old tricks of theirs, he was going to tell the boss, "Here is my resignation. My child's happiness is more important to me than these horrible papers of yours." All day the usual stream of papers flowed onto his table. He scrutinized, signed and drafted. 
he was corrected and insulted every time he had a break of only 5 minutes in the afternoon for his coffee when the office clock struck 5 the other clerks were leaving he went up to the manager and said may i go sir the manager looked up from his paper you it was unthinkable that the cash and account section should be closing at 5 how can you go i have some urgent private business sir he said smothering the lines he has been rehearsing since the morning here with my resignation he visualized shanta standing at the door dressed and palpitating with eagerness there shouldn't be anything more urgent than the office work go back to your seat you know how many hours i work asked the manager the manager came to the office 3 hours before opening time and stayed nearly 3 hours after the closing even on sundays the clerks commented among themselves his wife must be whipping him whenever he is seen at home that is why the old owl seems so fond of his office did you trace the source of the 10a difference asked the manager i shall have to examine 200 vouchers i thought we might do it tomorrow no no this won't do you must rectify it immediately venkat rao mumbled yes sir and slunk back to his seat the clock showed 5:30 now it meant 2 hours of excruciating search among vouchers all the rest of the office had gone only he and another clerk in the section were working and of course the manager was there venkat rao was furious his mind was made up he wasn't a slave who had sold himself for 40 rupees out- outright he could make that money easily and if he couldn't he would be more honorable to die of starvation he took a sheet of paper and wrote here with my resignation if you people think you have bought me my body and soul for 40 rupees you are mistaken i think it would be far better for me and my family to die of starvation than slave of this petty 40 rupees on which you have kept me for years and years i suppose you have not the slightest notion of giving me an increment you give yourselves heavy slices frequently and i don't see why you shouldn't think of us occasionally in any case it doesn't interest me now since this is my resignation if i and my family perish of starvation may our ghosts come and haunt you all of your life he folded the letter put it in an envelope sealed the flap and addressed it to the manager he left his seat and stood before the manager the manager mechanically received the letter and put it on his palm venkat rao said the manager i am sure you will be glad to hear this news our officer discussed the question of increments today and i have recommended you for an increment of 5 rupees orders are not yet passed so keep this to yourself for the present venkat rao put out his hand snatched the envelope from the pad and hastily slipped it in his pocket what is that letter um uh, i have applied for a little casual leave sir but i think you can't get any leave for at least a fortnight to come yes sir i realize that sir this is why i am withdrawing my application sir very well have you traced that mistake i am scrutinizing the vouchers sir i'll find it out within an hour it was 9 o'clock when he went home shanta was asleep her mother said she wouldn't even change her frock thinking that any moment you might be coming and taking her out she hardly ate any food and wouldn't lie down for fear of crumpling her dress venkat rao's heart bled when he saw his child sleeping in her pink frock hair combed and face powdered dressed and ready to be taken out why should i not take her to the night show he shook her head gently and called shanta 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 kicked her legs and cried irritated and being disturbed mother whispered don't wake her and patted her back to sleep 
Venkat Rao watched the child for a moment. I don't know if it is going to be possible for me to take her out at all. You see, they are giving me an increment. He wailed. This was the story called 45 a month. We all somewhere are in the same circle of these 45 rupees a month. Maybe with a difference of zeros after that 45. But everyone has the same story, 45 a month. If you find this story a little bit relatable to your story, do share your thoughts in the comment section wherever you are consuming. Do share your opinion and how you felt after listening to this story. I'm Kahani Wala Rajat, hosting the podcast Kahani Cafe, brought to you by Macmillan Education. Kahani Cafe. Kahani Cafe. Kahani Wala Rajat ke saath. Mm-hmm.